0: Hello and welcome to episode 3 of my podcast. I'm Kat Cripps and I run the Business Success Society. That's a free Facebook group which you're more than welcome to join. If you hop on over to Facebook and search for Business Success Society, you'll find us. It's aimed at solo and small business owners, probably just like you. Uh, But there are other members as well. And what we aim to do is help and support those people on their journey, which can be long and hard at times. This week, I want to focus on knowing your customer. And this all stemmed from a conversation I had with a friend over lunch one day. And when she was a small child, her, one of her friend's mothers asked her if she'd like to participate in some market research, which basically was answer some questions about crisps. So the adult says to her, tell me, what's your favourite crisp? And she thinks about it for a while and she gets excited and she says, Monster munch. And the adult says, no, no, that's a corn-based snack, not a crisp. What's your favourite crisp? So the little girl thinks about it for a while and she says, skips. And the adult says, that's not a crisp either. That's a corn-based snack. What's your favourite crisp? And of course, being a small child, she's desperately wanting to please and give the right answer. So she says, frazzles. And again, that's not a crisp. And I realise that if you're listening to this from the States, then you'll be thinking about chips rather than crisps. But you get the idea, I'm sure. So what does this tell us? Well, just because you're a crisp or chip manufacturer, um, a crisp or chip by definition has to be a deep fried slice of potato. You can't expect the world to show your definition. And as my friend said, in her house, and I suspect in 99% of homes, all bags of snacks were called crisps, or chips, and insisting otherwise is largely futile. So really, you have to understand your customers. And you also have to remember pester power. And if your kids want Monster Munch, other extruded corn based snacks are available for their crisp treats, then by and large that's what you'll buy, whether or not that fits a manufacturer's de- de- definition. Understanding exactly who your customer is, is vital. So who is the customer here? Is it the seven-year-old child? Or is it her carer, whoever does the shopping? Is it the end consumer or the person with the purse? Now bear in mind this also might be an issue if you're B2B. You might be targeting a particular person, or group of people to resolve an issue. So you're doing your content marketing and you're putting out messages which address problems and issues that people might have in the workplace. And they might respond to that and come to you. And they might want your products or services, but they are not the budget holders. And this is one that, that's, that's a tricky one. I'm not sure I have the complete answer to this. Your content marketing message obviously has to attract the people with the pain. And you'll have to find other ways to work on the person, if you pardon the expression, authorizing the spend. If you can get in front of them, then that's that's a great start. And then you can nurture them too. And if you can get their permission for email marketing, that's even better. So I have a client who has this exact problem. The people in her prospects' businesses know they need her offering, but she then has to set about persuading the budget holders. And so they're going to send out educational videos during what I have called the tumbleweed phase. That moment between, or longer than a moment, that long period often between sending out a proposal and getting an answer back. The key thing is that it has to be educational and not salesy. So if you're working on customer avatars, which is a service that I offer, you have to get to grips with exactly who your customer is, what motivates them, what feelings they have about your products. Insisting that you are right as a supplier will not endear your customers to you and your marketing will fail. So take the time to understand your customer and why they buy from you It's not about you. What do your customers think about you and your brand? Is it what you think? And have you actually asked them? So do you lose prospects after you've submitted a proposal? Maybe you can now think of ways you can influence prospects during that tumbleweed phase. So that's it for this week. That's knowing your customer. As I say, hop on over to the Facebook group Business Success Society and come join us on the journey.